Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Friday, September 8th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. You may notice my clock says the 7th. That's because we're pre-recording today's episode with Kim Robinson. So happy Friday to all of you guys. I pray you had an amazing week. You know, Kim shares incredible visions and encounters she has with the Lord and with the Father. And um, we're so blessed to have her wrap up this awesome week. But before I bring her on, we want to share this quick video with you. It's amazing to see the celebration and joy that the gift of clean water can bring. Pastor Hudson shares this with us today at a ceremony celebrating the new well your donations provided to his Ugandan village. Thank you for continuing to support these water wells by partnering with Elijah's Dreams. The, the villages have got to walk all through this dirt and this, this swamp to go and pick water. To show you this, is to really let you know you are not only uh, doing history but leaving a legacy because from from this water to clean water you have eliminated all diseases there are many communities that are still struggling and suffering uh, so we continue to pray with you and continue to pray with us that we shall continue to lift up the standards of living of our people and that they can be free from all sicknesses god bless you we are now we are now heading to the launch of a wonderful gift that you have donated yeah. to elevate these people from this level to the that. level now you're gonna see. It's up for you. We thank you. We thank you so much for alleviating this community from bad contaminated water. And we pray that God blesses you so much. We are going to open it and launch it in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And on behalf of Elijah Stevens, I hand over this hall to the leaders and to the people and I dedicate it to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and everyone who say Amen. So let us see whether we have some water. You are impacting thousands. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. We want to thank you guys again from the bottom of our hearts for partnering with us and donating. If you feel so led today, you can visit online ElijahStreams.com slash donate, or you can mail in your gift to the address on the screen. Also, there's a link you can click below. And thank you guys so much. It's, it's awesome to see all the videos that they make of um, people just receiving the love of God through the digging of water wells. I mean, I always say this, I can't imagine not having fresh water and for these people to just go to a well and have access to clean, fresh water all the time. Um, you know that they are seeing your good works and they're praising their father in heaven for that. So thank you guys again so much. My guest today is Kim Robinson. You guys know her. We've had her on the show. She is a seer. She's an author. Um, she specializes in sozo healing prayer. And today she's going to be sharing some recent visions and revelations she's had, you know, why she's at the campsite. So I can't wait to hear what she has to say and share with us today, please help me welcome my guest, Kim Robinson. Hey, Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad you're back. I'm, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad to have you back too. You know, we're yeah. going to be talking a lot about your visions and, you know, the things you've experienced, especially while you're camping because that's like a secluded place you go to. Have you been camping lately, recently? I did just, uh, whenever I received these encounters that I'm gonna share with you today, and it was so hot. It was like 98 degrees, like it was ridiculous. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share my little secret on how you camp when it's so hot <laughs> later. Okay. <laughs> it's not an air conditioner in your camper. <laughs> <laughs> I do have air conditioning in my camper, but that's that's not my secret. <laughs> I used to tease people. Spiritual secret. <laughs> no, I used to tease people whenever I 
used to camp when I was a lot younger. My sister and I would take the tent up on the mountain and we would just camp in a tent or we'd take the yeah. tent to the campgrounds and we would like we would make fun of people and campers like oh that's not really camping you know and then I was like, oh i do that now <laughs> i have a camper now <laughs> i think that's we all do that in life oh i'll never do that and then we do that I never was like, oh, that. I'll never be a minivan mom. I have a minivan now. So I love my minivan. I love my minivan. Yay, minivans. For all the moms yeah, right. watching, they're like, I love my minivan. I love my minivan. All right, Kim, before we start today's show, I kind of want to just for maybe some people are just watching for the first time and they don't really understand. Well, how does she have all these visions and these encounters? So I'm going to bring you back just a little bit. Um to when this all this first started because were you share with us were you just born again and then all of a sudden like spiritual sight came or how did all of this start to happen for you well in uh in 1988 i was i was baptist and i was sitting in front of my washer and dryer and i was just worshiping jesus and i heard him say sit down and get quiet so i sat down and i got quiet and then I heard him say, come up here. I have things to show you. And I thought, I'm Baptist. I don't know how to come up, <laughs> you know, and I didn't know that was in the scripture. I didn't I didn't know that John, you know, heard Jesus say, come up here. And so whenever yeah. Jesus said that to me, I didn't know what that meant. And then but I saw his I had my eyes closed and I saw his hand reach down to me in his sleeve and a white sleeve. And I knew that that was Jesus. So by faith, I took a hold of his hand and I felt my spirit go up. And I thought, wow. this is good, you know, because uh, I don't know if I've shared, but whenever I was 15, I committed suicide and wow. I felt my spirit at that time my spirit left my body all of me left and i felt it wow. all go up and when i landed wherever it was that i landed you know it was different but this time what do you mean by different well it looked different there it was just like a big cloud there was no color okay. there was there was just a man standing behind a podium and uh there was no color it was just like you're standing in a cloud and oh, but wow. this time whenever jesus took me up i could still feel the floor so i knew that all of me didn't leave part of me left because i could still feel the floor where i was sitting and but i felt at the same time i felt part of my spirit go up and it was beautiful you know it was beautiful it was color and it was jesus in front of me and when this man behind the podium it was jesus standing there and you know and so that's kind of all that started and he just started teaching me so from that point for months i would feel my spirit go up and so you know when i and then i would step into heaven and then and are you at, still in a baptist church at this point mm, no <laughs> okay, because I was gonna say, are you telling anyone this is happening? Because oh no, <laughs> I don't. No, yeah, no. I, I told I told one associate pastor that I asked about speaking in tongues, and he he informed me that I no longer belong to that Bible study if I spoke in tongues, and so that just like oh, the, wow. you know the pit bull in me. I'm like, why? You know why? <laughs> why right and so that started you know it started a, a big search on the holy spirit mm -hmm. but um yeah i forgot where wow. i was going that's so, incredible so for months i would feel my spirit go up you know and then i would step over into heaven and then after just a few months you know after doing experiencing this for months it was like i wouldn't go as high so i thought well maybe i'm getting better <laughs> you know, I'm not going up as high. And then, and then one time I didn't go up at all. I just stepped over and Jesus was there. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, I thought, well, maybe I did something wrong. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't go up. I just yeah, kind of stepped up here. You are, I didn't, you know? And so I thought I was doing something wrong. And he says, well, technically you don't have to go up. He said, that was for you. So you would know where you were going. He said, it's really as easy as stepping over. And so ever since then, I just step over, 
you know, I don't have that. I love the sensation of going up because I love roller coasters and I love the flying thing, you know, but, <laughs> but now I step over. So. Wow. And can you explain that? Like when you mean, when you step over is what is, is it just like if I were to take a step out of my door in like outside? Exactly. It's that easy. It's like, wow. it's like stepping in from the living room into the kitchen. You know, it's that, it is that easy. It's a trust. It's a whole trust issue, you know, mm -hmm. and I had, I had a lot of problems with trust. <laughs> you know, you commit suicide because you have a lot of problems. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of issues, right? but, and yeah. especially trusting, you know, trusting Jesus, you know, and, or trusting the Holy spirit, trusting anybody. But so he had to really work on the trust and the fact that Jesus loves me and he's, you know, so, but it, but it's, it, it's as easy as stepping from one room to the other. It's out of trust. Wow. Trusting. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's encouraging to so many people because they're like, okay, it's as easy as stepping, stepping over. Okay. So step one, if we were to go in steps and I know that's kind of silly to even say that, but you know, is it I quiet my I quiet my heart or is it when you're reading the scriptures and you just feel like an unction or how does it work for you? So whenever for me, it's always during worship. You know, I know some okay. people says that they can go they can go to Walmart and be shopping and all of a sudden they're in heaven. Well, that's never happened for me. <laughs> Not yet anyway. Oh. But, you know, but for me, it's always during worship. Whenever I'm worshiping Jesus and I get quiet and I get my mind quiet and you can just feel, you know, whenever you're reading your, whenever you're reading your Bible and you're just quiet and you're just focused on Jesus. That's why I love to go camping because one of my own rules is I don't take the computer. I don't, you know, I don't listen to any podcast. I don't listen to Elijah streams. I don't listen to rumble. I, you know, how dare you? I know it is horrible. <laughs> it is hard. It, 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 it takes about two days to unplug because, you know, I don't listen to any music except at night. I listen to like soft, soft music, but I don't mm -hmm. listen to anything. And it's cause it just, it takes a while just to get your brain to just focus, to just let him talk to you and sit there and, and let him talk to you about the leaf falling from the tree. You know, I've got a whole story about the leaf falling from the tree that I'm not sharing today, but you know, and just, you know, but you can't hear him when you've got all this stuff going on, you know, when your mind is really busy and you're thinking about everything. Yeah. So it, sometimes yeah. it takes a couple of days just to get quiet. And I don't even take my dogs with me, you know, because you've got to think, about them, you know, are they going to yeah. bark much? Are they going to, you know, scare the neighbor kids, you know? So it's just, it's just nothing. It's my Bible, my journal and Jesus. <laughs> and oh, that right sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it is wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. With a house full of children and like a baby, that sounds, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Ah, oh, yes. One yeah, some day people, I will be in a camper. Yeah. Some people that that really bothers them. You know, whenever uh, I just got back from New York and the, the people that love New York, they love Chicago. They love the people. They love the, the, the busyness. When I tell them I go camping by myself, they're like, Oh no way. I could not stand that. You know, to them, it's scary. When I went to New York, you should have seen this Arkansas girl in New York. I'm like, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> you know, those are really tall buildings, <laughs> you know, but, but I made it. So conquered my fear. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We get used to our environment and it's good to get out of that and get alone. And, you know, Bobby was on the show with us yesterday and he shared about Matthew 6, 6, where you get in the quietest place of your house and get alone and mm. talk to the Lord. And so that's what you're practicing. And it's awesome. We get to hear all of the things. And so you bless <laughs> so many people from it. So we're going to start out today um, with uh, an experience you have titled Green Rolling Hills. Yeah. So right after, you know, we had all those fires here, um, you know, in, in Hawaii, I had, had all those fires. I was 
I had gone and just left and went camping and I was talking to daddy God about the fires and I'm I'm like where are the children what happened to all the children where's all the people what happened you know and I was thinking about that and I was talking to him about it and I was instantly he had he took me and I was instantly sitting what the cool thing is whenever you step over you because the scriptures say and John 14, 20, on that day, when the day comes, you will know for yourselves that I, talking about Jesus, I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. So we technically are in the Father. We are in Jesus, and Jesus is in the Father, and we're in the Father. And that's exactly where I found myself, as I was sitting right next to Daddy God in heaven, and I was... I was in him, but at the same time, I was beside him. And I was talking to him about the fires and the children. And I was, you know, and I was talking to him about him. And as I was sitting there beside him, he had his arm around me and he showed me. I saw this beautiful. So here I am sitting beside him and he shows me this beautiful, green, fresh, rolling hills. And so we're sitting there and I'm looking at this fresh green grass and this beautiful green rolling hills with fresh green growth. And I was looking at that and I, I was like, there is nothing in heaven that is burnt. There is nothing dead. There is no trauma. You know, I was thinking about, you know, the, the, the people that they may have been huddled over their children to protect their children going through that trauma or they may have been holding their pets, you know, and not knowing what to do. And they're, they're protecting their animals or their children. And their next breath is they are sitting in heaven in this beautiful green pasture. And well, it was rolling hills and there's no trauma. I mean, there's instantly, they may have been afraid one second, but as soon as they go, wow, the trauma is gone. You know, there is no trauma. There is no pain. There is no trauma. You know, and he was he was encouraging me that there is no fear. There's not even as I was sitting next to the father, there was no smell of fire. There was no fire. There was no smoke. It was just beautiful, green, rolling hills. And he said, because he knew what I was I was thinking about, you know, where's the children? Where, where's all where's all the people? And he said, as soon as they arrive here this is what they will experience. They will experience new life. They will experience peace. They will experience joy. He said, that is what, as soon as they, ah, that is there, they're there. You know, they're there. There's no trauma. And he said that every tribe, every nation, when they step over, they're going to find this beautiful place. And so he was just, you know, he was sharing that with me just so I can share it with people that there's there's no trauma. You know, they don't yeah. experience trauma. There's no remembrance of that. And then shortly after that, Jesus reminded me of his garden. And this was this mm -hmm. was so cool. So Jesus is Jesus has taken me to his garden and in heaven, his garden. It looks different than daddy's garden. So daddy God, sometimes whenever you step over you might step over into a garden. You might be in, in Daddy God's garden, which looks different than Jesus's. But at this time, Jesus's garden, it has this beautiful archway of flowers. And the flowers are magnificent. It's every type of flower that you can imagine. And it is the greenest green. One thing I've noticed in heaven is that the colors, there's the green is so green. There is no brown in them. I didn't know that the leaves, even in the springtime, the leaves on the earth, they have just a hint of brown, they have a hint of death, even as soon as mm. they pop out. And I didn't know that mm. until I saw what leaves look like with no death in them. Wow. So that's why the, the greens are absolutely amazing and they're beautiful. And, you know, it says the lush. I think lush is the best word I can think of is the lush greenery in heaven. It is so full of life. It is absolutely thick and amazing that I, I put my hand in this lush green 
greenery that with flowers because you have to touch it <laughs> i mean it's so incredible you got to touch it right tell your kids don't touch that well you got to touch it <laughs> so as i put as i put my hand in this lush greenery it started wrapping itself around my hand thanks for listening the elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner go to elijahstreams.com give and I was oh, like, wow. this because it's alive. Everything is alive. The greenery is alive. And it was so neat wow. that I just laid back in, into it. I laid back in this, in the flowers and in this green, lush, green, thick, beautiful. I can't say it enough. I mean, it is, it is amazing. You got to go see it. But as I, I laid think down, of what, what is the smell? What is it? What is the smell so, in the garden? It must be overwhelming. I mean, it is it it's all the flowers obviously all the flowers they have a beautiful fragrance and the neat thing about the fragrance of the flowers is you can hear the fragrance you can my see mind the can't can i know you can't, can't comprehend that. <laughs> so I'm you like, can hmm. see and what is that what does it sound like well it I don't know. There's some kind of a, you Google it, <laughs> hearing fragrances, you know, but they, it really does. You know, after I wow. experienced hearing because daddy God, this was a different time. Daddy God, when I was in his garden, I was looking at the flowers and daddy said, can you see the fragrance? And I thought, well, that's weird, but he said it. So I guess I can. So as I was looking at the flowers, you can see the fragrance of the flowers come up. And then daddy God said, can you hear what the does fragrance? that look like? <laughs> it, um, it looks like just to, to me, it looked like, well, some of them look like little waves. Just like what you'd kind of imagine, you know, like steam coming up from the flowers, kind of like steam coming up, but it's a fragrance. Wow. And it's uh, some of them is like music notes, you know, and oh, wow. and daddy God said, can you can you hear the fragrance? And because he said, can you hear it? I knew that I could. So I stood there and you can hear the fragrance and it sounds like an orchestra. Wow. Every flower has a sound every fragrance has a sound and i i used to play in the band i played the trumpet and we always made fun of the orchestra because they're like me 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 you know <laughs> they had their little violins going yeah. and so we always made fun of the people in the orchestra and i thought i would never ever play in the orchestra <laughs> come to find out the the music in heaven sounds like an amazing orchestra and it, it cracks me up because I told I told myself oh that was that was you know yeah <laughs> who wants to be in the orchestra <laughs> well the flowers in heaven do <laughs> but anyway so wow. so Jesus and I so I was sitting in um, I was laid back in this greenery and it was wrapping around me and it's so alive that it tickles and so I was laughing. And Jesus was laughing with me. He was laughing because I would, had just discovered this, you know, that the, the greenery in heaven is alive. And he reminded me of Psalm 62. So whenever, whenever you have these encounters, there's always something that you bring back. You know, he's showing you something for a reason in heaven. So he's showing you something. So whenever you come back, you know, write it down, always write it down and then ask him, what is it about this encounter that I need to know now? You know, what was it? And one of the things that, um, that he, that kind of stood out was the fact that the flowers wrapped around me, the greenery wrapped mm -hmm. around me. And so I was looking up wrapped around because that kind of stood out and mm -hmm. Psalm 62 he was wanting me to know about that. That's one of the one of the things. And then the frequency. I had to Google frequencies. But in Psalm 62, 2, he says, He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me, for he is my champion defender. There is no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me? or even when troubles multiply around me. So when, you know, when you hear the bad news, when you start hearing things, let his wraparound presence 
wrap around you because he, you know, he is your safe place. He is your defender. And so that, you know, and so that's, I was just wanting to encourage people that when you have these encounters, find out why he showed you this at this time, you know? So it was just, it was just incredible. The life, the life that is in heaven is amazing. And so whenever I was camping, um, the, this last week, <laughs> I was rolling over one of the scriptures that was uh, that was kind of in in my head that I'm going to share with you here in a minute. But when I w- I was sitting there and I was just focused on Jesus and was just this is probably day three, maybe day four, <laughs> you know. So I was quiet enough <laughs> that I could actually just kind of focus on Jesus and I was instantly standing in the throne room and I've been in the throne room. What does that look like? So it is as best you can. (laughs) So it, it kind of depends, you know, sometimes a lot of times whenever I step over into the throne room, Jesus is there and we dance. Jesus loves to dance and we'll dance around the throne room or he will dance and I'm dancing with everyone else there. There are no chairs. There are no pews. (laughs) There's none of that in heaven. There's children that are dancing, you know, and I would watch the children dance. And it's just like now, whenever you turn on some, some kind of music and your kids start dancing is like there's no Mm -hmm. there's there's nothing professional about it (laughs) you know right they're just kind of flopping around kicking their kicking their Mm -hmm. arms and legs and i'm watching them i'm like that's just how jesus dances (laughs) you know he dances like (laughs) he just lets it go there you know and so whenever you so watch your children when they dance, a commercial comes on or you're playing, some, you know, Alexis playing some music, you know, watch your kids and know that that is how Jesus dances. You know, there's, but although you can, he loves to waltz. He will waltz. He loves country music. So we have line danced in the throne room. He wears oh boots. <laughs> he does. It's just, it blows all the religious stuff right out the door but wow yeah and so you know we'll dance and you see father you see daddy god sitting on his throne and he he is loving the dancing and the fact that it's it doesn't have to make sense it's not orchestrated it's just worship you know it's fun there are banners which i had issues with because i was baptist you're not supposed to have banners (laughs) there's banners in the throne room you know and um but this time, whenever I had, had was focused and I had just stepped over, I saw Jesus and he was right in front of me. So this time was different. This time was so different. He was standing right in front of me and I was looking at him. And there's a, you know, the a scripture says that you gaze upon Jesus. And that is such a perfect word. I was looking doesn't work. You know, the word looking, the word, you know, focus, that's the gazing is just, he was so beautiful that I was gazing at Jesus and I could see around him because we were in the throne room. I could see angels flying around, flying up high, flying, feeling, feeling the, the, up above him, up above the where the father was sitting, I could see the angels flying above him, but I didn't care, you know, because he was so beautiful. I was looking at him, and then for the first time, I saw his hair. You know, underneath was still that beautiful chocolate brown, but on the outside, it looked like it looked like liquid gold. It was oh, wow. incredible. I was looking at him and as I was looking at his hair because I've never seen it look like liquid gold flowing down his hair. It was moving and it was like flowing down his hair. And I thought, how do you describe that? You know, yeah. and I because <laughs> my editor says you describe glory. <laughs> yeah. You know, my editor says you need to add more details. So I'm like, okay, how do you add details to liquid gold flowing down? You know, so it, his hair looked like 
a gentle waterfall that was mm -hmm. just like just a gentle waterfall of liquid shiny yellow gold you know mm -hmm. and one of the scriptures calls it shining glory and i thought well that's you know maybe that's what i was seeing was shining glory but he was absolutely so incredible mm -hmm. and he he stood like a king I mean, he was standing there. I was, I was just as far as the screen is from us, you know, your monitor, he was standing that close to me and he was just standing there looking at me and smiling. And I was thinking he stands like a king and there is no intimidation that no one can intimidate this king. He was absolutely amazing. And as he came closer to me, I could feel his breath. And his wow. breath was so pure. It was mm. so clean. And mm. I was like, his breath is so sweet. You know, and I'm looking at him and I'm looking at his liquid gold hair and his breath was so sweet and so pure. The first thing I thought is he doesn't have coffee breath. You know, thank, you know, I mean, you think of something else, but I don't think you don't have coffee breath. Thank you, Jesus. You know, because people get close to you, like, don't get so close. But he was just right. Don't, don't pray for me, please. You know, and I was thinking, you know, this Jesus, this King of Kings, you can trust him. You know, you yeah. can trust Jesus. You're not going to find out years later that he was a part of some secret society you know he's not right. you know you can trust him and i had a lot of issues with trust but you can trust him that when he says something to you it is the truth you know and yes. then he gave me he gave me this uh, scripture revelation 17 it says they will wage war against the lamb but the lamb will conquer them for he is the Lord of Lords and he is the King of Kings. And, you know, when he was standing there with his glory shining on him, it was like, he is the King of Kings. And then, then it goes on to say, those who are with him, which is us, we're with him, will also conquer them. So we will conquer. Mm -hmm. And they That's are amazing. called the chosen ones and the faithful ones. So you are called the faithful ones, the chosen ones. And we, with this king of this glorious hair and this beautiful breath, we are going to conquer the evil. We're going to conquer them. And, and you can trust him. He is yeah. someone that you can trust. You know, he's just, he was abs. I've never seen him wow. like that. Yeah. Have just, you, have you ever, when he, I guess, presents that way, like I think of in the book of Revelation, have you ever fallen at his feet like a dead man where you can't get up until he like touches you or are you able to, is it like you, you can stand in his presence, your knee, you know, your knees don't feel weak. Cause I feel like even on earth now, when we have really amazing encounters with the Lord, there's times where, I mean, I'm not in heaven, I'm just on earth praying, but there's times where I almost feel like the weighty presence of of the Lord. And it's even hard to just hold my head up while I'm kneeling. Like I almost feel like I have to bow forward, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. There's, uh, there's times that Jesus and I will walk into the throne room and God of the universe, daddy God, but whenever he's not daddy God to me, but he's God of the universe sitting on his throne. When we have walked into that throne room and it's God, then we, we both just kind of hit the ground because it's just so incredibly powerful. Just, yeah. it's incredible, you know, just incredibly powerful. But I haven't had that when I've been with Jesus. I think he has allowed me to participate with him so I can tell stories, you know, so I can, so yeah. I can tell you what he's like, you know, but I've been in many meetings when his presence has come on me it's so different on the earth than what it is for me in heaven, because I guess oh, he gives wow. me like a spiritual body where I can, I can 
I can handle the spirit realm. But on the earth, I have felt that that holiness and that incredible presence that I'm just a ball on the floor. <laughs> you know, and you can't move. It's like I feel like an infant on the floor and you can't move. I was like, I don't feel like this even in heaven, you know, but it's because wow, you're, in your, you're in your body. To know, Kim. Yeah. Yeah, because you're that's in your really flesh. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that there's a yeah. difference. I wouldn't there is a difference. I wouldn't know. I've never experienced <laughs> that, but I do know on earth. And when you see um when you see the father, is is are you seeing um, like a, a figure or a, a size, a, a big size, a small size. What what does the throne look like? Just some questions I'm wondering. Yeah, all the above. <laughs> you know, all the above. <laughs> you know, so sometimes when I see God on the throne, He is He is big. He is um, He just like fills up the whole room. His throne is huge. He is huge. He's as big as you can imagine. You know, and other times um, I see, I don't see like a figure, but I'll see like a light. I'll see like a fuzzy light. You know, so there are times that I don't see him specifically. I don't see like the outline of his body. I do see the outline of his body. I do see that he has arms and he has legs and he has hair, you know, and I think that he has allowed me to see that so I can tell people what he looks like. Yeah. You know, but there are also, also times when I'm I'm in the throne room and I don't see that in detail. It's just like a big, bright light, a big, bright, fuzzy light. And I know that it's him, but for some reason at that point, maybe my brain is too busy. There's too much going on and I can't get quiet. I don't know. But sometimes yeah. he is just like a big fuzzy bright light. But then other times yeah. when I call him daddy God is when he, he doesn't come off the throne, but he makes his self like a daddy figure, like a father figure. And mm -hmm. where he walks with me on the beach and he is, you know, a little bit, you know, he's probably six foot, six, you know, six, five, six, seven, something like that. And he holds my hand and we walk and we talk and we eat ice cream. I know that has a lot of people has issues with that, that he likes ice cream. <laughs> you know, he does. And, Aww. you know, and so there's, there's different ways that you can see him, you know, and mm -hmm. so he does all the above. So if you see, if you encounter you're worshiping and you're like, I think I see God, but it looks like a, a bright, fuzzy light. Yay. Mm -hmm. That is good. Go towards the oh, fuzzy awesome. light, you know, walk towards it, <laughs> walk towards yeah. him, you know, walk towards him. Go Sometimes towards people, the light. <laughs> go towards the light. It's like the mat. Go towards the light. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people will see him as a fuzzy light, but they're afraid of him and they don't want to mm. get close, you know, and that's mm. what Sozo is. Is Sozo heals the heart of okay. daddy wounds because you had an abusive father. And they're like, mm. I don't want to see God because, Aww. you know, I had an abusive dad that would, you know, that was abusive. We'll just leave it as that. Yeah. And so they, in their soul, in their imagination, they don't want to see him. They're comfortable seeing him way over there as a fuzzy light, you know, but as their heart mm. gets healed, I, I, I just, one of the things I do is I, I help them trust Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes I can't say, will you walk closer to the father? Cause they're like, no, I don't want to do that. But they can take Jesus by the hand and say, Jesus, will you take me to your father? Mm -hmm. They'll trust wow. Jesus's father, but they won't trust their father. And so by taking a hold of Jesus's hand, Jesus, will you take me to your father? then they can walk closer to the bright light and then they may see legs or they may see a foot, you know, or feet, mm -hmm. or they might hear him laugh or they might see a hand, you know? So that's what Sozo mm -hmm. is. It heals your heart of, you know, hurts and wounds wow. where you can trust. Yeah. And would you say, Kim, I know when this first started happening to you, you, the Lord said, come up here. And you were like, I didn't even know that's in the Bible. When you started um, reading through the word of God and you would see different because there's descriptions in the Bible about heaven and about the throne room. Would you read that and then be like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> I've seen this or I've seen or 
you know, did you ever have that experience or, you know, have you ever seen, um, Ezekiel talks about the wheels within the wheels, just very, there's a lot of strange depictions of angels and, um, beings that are in the Bible. I mean, they're, they're six wings. They're on fire. They have eyes everywhere. I mean, four heads, like it's some strange stuff, you know? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. It yeah. is strange. It is strange. I haven't I haven't seen a lot that's that, you know, like that. I don't know. Maybe because I'm afraid to see a being with four heads. You know, to me that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> you know, like I don't know if I want to see that. And you know, but I have seen, which was really neat because I have seen the angels flying around the throne room and mm -hmm. they, and one of the encounters that I don't have written down, but I'll just throw it out here. One of the encounters that I had is I got to fly with one of the angels around the throne room and see, oh, wow. we were looking down at father God while he was sitting on the throne. And this was God. This wasn't daddy God sitting there. This was God and with the angels and we were flying around god and he is absolutely i mean all you can say you know i was with the angels and you would see him and it was like a you know how diamonds sparkle they'll you know mm -hmm. you put them in the light and you get a little spark you then get a little spark you get a little so as we were flying around the father there would be like a little glint a little spark of god and you can see that and all you and it, he is so pure that all you can say is holy you know i always say holy cow but you couldn't even get cow out i mean it was just so he is so wow. pure and so full mm -hmm. of love and then you just and you fly which sounds crazy i sound like an idiot but you fly a tiny you know no, you, you don't that's the way it, oh well that's the way it is you know but you would you would fly just a, a you know a, a tiny bit and you would see another sparkle of God and you mm -hmm. don't realize how absolutely pure he is and the love that flows out of him is so mm -hmm. pure that all you can say is holy and it's hard to even get the lee out of the word holy until you see another little spark and it's just like mm -hmm. Wow, 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 you know, and so it's, it is pretty, wow, it, it, you know, wow, I know it's exactly, <laughs> you know, it's exactly. So those, I'd have to look up the scripture, but I'm, are those seraphim that fly around? Are those the fire, Um, like the seraphs are the fire angels i think do they have i can't remember now i'd have to look up this i don't remember but either. <laughs> <laughs> i have to remember i can't remember where the scripture was but i know it was i think it was a seraphs that fly around and say that because there's different categories obviously yeah. of angels but yeah i mean i've i've heard different stories where people have encountered um like a, a seraphim angel and they're just said that it it's like liquid fire and it's it's so hot but it's like a holiness. It's a, you know, like God is a, is a um, raging fire. He's, he's a fire, you know? And so you think of the angels, like how hot it must be just being but near one of them would but be it, incredible. Yeah. Um, I haven't experienced that with the angels, um, but I have experienced that, that heat and it is the fire that's in heaven is is different you know that heat is mm -hmm. a it's it's hard to explain a holy heat you know but yeah he's a devouring you know, fire how do you explain how do you explain you that? that you know and so yeah. i do pray for god's fire because as when you experience the fire of god it burns out the the bitterness that's in you that you don't know is there. It burns out the disappointment that you don't know is there. It burns out the anger that you don't know is there until the fire lifts. And you're like, wow, I was a mess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Woo, I needed that. <laughs> you know, I needed yeah. some of that fire. And then, and then you just feel different. You feel 
so good and so much better that you can go to Walmart and not want to ram your card into someone. You know, you just feel like a like a nice person because all that stuff is burnt out of you. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. So it's I love I love reading the scriptures and then going, wow, I've seen that. But then I see a lot of stuff and I'm like I haven't seen that. I don't know if I want to see that. You know, that sounds that's really scary. <laughs> but there is but some when, um amazing images in the Bible that are just so uh, they're incredible. I can't wait to see them one day. <laughs> yeah. The eyes, the eyes on the, on the angels, the, the wings, I've seen the angels wings that have the eyes, you know, like under their wings and on their wings. And the best way mm -hmm. I can describe that, it's kind of like a peacock, mm. you know, if you can picture a peacock with all the different little, uh, you know, the ends of the peacock feathers has like that yeah. eye. Yeah, it looks like that. You know, if you can picture oh, a peacock. A yeah. And that's, you know, and I, I'm. When you see them, it's actual eyeballs <laughs> that's moving. So it is weird. It's pretty weird, you know, but the best way I can describe it is like if you could picture an angel wing, but it looks like mm -hmm. peacock, like, you know, those little oh, ends of the peacock so cool. on there. It's really it's beautiful. It's not as scary and wow. as weird as it sounds, but. That's so amazing. The, yeah. And so one of the things that I saw uh, this week whenever I was camping is Jesus and I, we were standing at a beach and Jesus was standing right beside me. And I saw this huge wave, a huge wave like the size of a building coming oh, and I was standing next to Jesus and I saw this huge wave and my first response was like ah, you know ah. <laughs> a little bit of whoo <laughs> that's that's really big <laughs> you know then I realized I'm standing next to Jesus so it's okay and Jesus said you can swim in front of it with all of your effort and try to outswim this wave and I'm like hmm that doesn't sound like a good idea <laughs> you know, I can swim, but I can't swim like that, you know, and then Jesus said, or you can wax your surfboard and you can surf on top of it with me. And so instantly we were on top of this wave and Jesus and I, now I have never surfed. I have no intentions of surfing. I don't like the ocean because the ocean has like real animals in it. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> the lake only has, you know, it has some bluegill, it has some bass, it may have a couple rubber tires, a couple of abandoned cars, you know, <laughs> but the ocean has real animals and it has stingrays and it has, you know, all the stuff. And so I have no intentions of ever surfing. So the fact that Jesus put me on a surfboard and we are surfing on top of this wave, it was just a <laughs> Jesus thing. And so we were surfing on top of this wave and Jesus was really good. He loves to surf. And so we we're surfing on top. And one of the things that Jesus said to me as we were surfing on this wave, he said, you always have choices. He said, when the bad news comes, when the waves come, you can stare at them and be afraid because mm -hmm. of the news. He says, or you can in your natural ability, in your flesh, you can try to fight against it. You can do everything you can in the natural and you can fight against it. You can post on Facebook, you know, you can, you know, you can do whatever. Boy, I you, think you we're know. all guilty of that one. <laughs> trying to swim through it. Yeah. Right. Trying to swim through the bad news. He said, mm -hmm. or you can wax your surfboards and you can ride the wave with me because whatever the bad news is, it's always under your feet. Mm. And I'm like, that's really good because you know, you can, you can get on top of it. You can use that energy of that wave that, you know, the bad news, what is that bad news? And you can say, Jesus, what do you want me to do with it? Who do you want to oh, be? Good with me who do what do you want to be with me during this you know are you my healer are you my comforter are you my wraparound presence what do you want to be you can take that energy and then you can get on top of the wave and mm -hmm. surf the wave and and realize that jesus is with you on top of this wave and you can surf this with jesus 
Yeah, that's so good. Isn't that fun? Yes. And then, yeah. And then later on, um, th I've never seen him do this. So uh, this was kind of weird for me. So, <laughs> later, so Jesus and I, we were instantly on a sidewalk in New York. Now, like I said, I just got back from New York. So there's a lot of people in New York. So I wasn't mm -hmm. excited about, <laughs> I wasn't too excited about this, but, <laughs> but Jesus and I, we're on the sidewalk of New York and Jesus is skateboarding. He has a skateboard and he is skateboarding in between the people of in New York going down the sidewalk. And I felt kind of like a salmon going upstream because all these people were coming at me and Jesus is skateboarding in between the people going between them. And I'm watching the people and I'm like, they are so focused. You know, th these mm -hmm. that he showed me, they are so focused to get to the next level, to go up the corporate ladder. You know, they were just determined and they didn't mm -hmm. even know that Jesus was skateboarding by them. They didn't even see mm -hmm. him. They just kept on going. And then instantly we were in California and we were on mm -hmm. another sidewalk. Jesus is skateboarding on the sidewalk of California. Now the people in California, they weren't quite as, it wasn't quite as many, <laughs> you know, and they were a little mm -hmm. bit more relaxed, but they were still, they didn't see Jesus as he was skateboarding in between them. And I'm like, you know, which really made no sense. And I'm like, Jesus, why are you skateboarding? And he, he laughed and he said, I like to skateboard. I'm like, oh, well, that's different. I didn't know that. I didn't know you liked to skateboard. <laughs> and he said, he said, skateboarding and surfing or even going to the park and swinging. He said, mm -hmm. it is so freeing because mm -hmm. you just let the worries go, you know, mm -hmm. and he said it was so good, you know, and then he gave me John 10. He said, I am the gateway or the door. To enter through me, you can experience life and freedom and satisfaction. You know, and he was saying, you know, like the, the people, they, they're so, they're, you know, you're determined to do life. But yeah. as, you're, as you're doing life, go into him. Step yeah. over into his presence and receive the satisfaction, receive the freedom, receive life, receive the joy. Yeah go in the gate and then, you know, get fixed, <laughs> yeah. get healed up, get the stuff, you know, burned off, get full of life and then come out and do the pasture, go out into the pasture and do life, do what he's called you to do, you know, yeah. and he, and that's what he was showing me is like, you know, he wasn't saying don't do what he's called you to do. Don't do what you're supposed to do. But while mm -hmm. you're doing it, stop and step into him and experience life, experience this, and then go back out into the pasture, you know? And yeah. It's, I thought that is really good. That's, that's so good. And I think too, even all the people that are so motivated with worldly things and the gospel just, you know, they hear it, but it passes right by them. They don't receive it. You know, they, they won't receive him and it's just boom, right, right by you. And you just continue on living right. the life, you know, continue living in sin. And it's just, I mean, it's such a evangelistic picture too, of like, you know, the Lord passes by and you have to stop, you know, you have to accept him. You can't just, just let him pass by. I think with the boat, you know, the disciples were rowing and the waters mm. were troubled and here it's four in the morning. Here comes Jesus walking on the water and the scriptures say he was going to pass by them mm -hmm. and they were scared because he looked like a ghost, but it, the scripture emphasized he was going to pass by them. And it was right. like, that is so our life. If we don't reach out and call for him, he'll pass right by. And we'll um, right so anyways, by. I was, just kept thinking about that when you were sharing that, that vision that you had. Yeah. And I know and, you, you know, also, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. And then he gave, so this was, this was really neat. So when I was camping, I was sitting there at my camper this last week and it was super hot. It was really, really hot. It was like 98 degrees and I'm sitting outside of my camper 
and I have my table and my comfortable chair and I have my ice water and I have my fan plugged in that's blowing on me. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I have a fan. <laughs> I do have a fan because it's really, and I used to make fun of people, you know, once I got out of the tent and we got the camper, I'm like, okay, camping is really good. You know, I do have a bed and I have a bathroom and I do have a shower, but I would never have a fan. I mean, pfft. You know, who would put a fan? That's cheating, you know. So I have a fan and I, I love my fan. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Learn not to judge people. You know. Exactly. So I was sitting there uh, just this last week, you know, with my fan blowing right on me because it was really, really hot. And he gave me this scripture. So the Holy Spirit gave me the scripture is John. And I was just I was thinking about this is John 1 51 in the Passion Translation. And he and he was saying, I talking about Jesus, I prophesy to you the eternal truth. And I thought that's Jesus, the one that you can trust. He is saying this to you. This is Jesus, the one that he will not lie to you. You know, I had issues with trust. And so when Jesus says, I prophesy to you this eternal truth. So it's true today. It's true tomorrow. It's true next week. And this is what he says. You know, he says, I prophesy to you, every person who's watching this, this eternal truth, no matter when you watch this, it's still true. From now on, from September 8th, September 9th, September 10th, from now on, you all will see an open heaven. And I'm thinking about that. And I, you don't have to plow and tear open heaven and all this stuff. He says, from now on, you will all see an open heaven, whatever that means to you. You know, is that blessings coming down? Is that you know, stepping over into heaven, you will all see an open heaven and you will gaze, which means to look with admiration upon the son of man. And I was sitting there and I was thinking about that. And while I was thinking of that verse that you, because that's a promise, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's not lying to you. He doesn't have a hidden motive. You know, he's, you know, he's not in some secret society trying to get you on the, his mailing list. You know, he's, this is the truth. He absolutely loves you. And he is saying, yeah. you will have, you have an open heaven and you will gaze upon Jesus. And that is when I saw him with his hair. When I was when I was going over this verse and I was saying, I thought, yeah, you, you can't gaze upon Jesus for real. And I was sitting there and I was, you know, that vision of Jesus was kind of gone. And I was just rolling the scripture around in me. And I'm thinking, I will see. I will see. Jesus says, I will see. And I'm looking out from my campsite and in front of my camper, there's this from this beautiful campsite. It's nice. It's flat. It's beautiful. It's the best campsite in the whole campground. But there's this big wooden fence that's right in front of the campsite. And I'm sitting there in my chair with my fan blowing in my ice water. And I'm thinking, I can't see. I can't see the lake. I can't see. I can't see the lake. I can't see the boats. I can't see the jet skiers. I can't see the kids playing. I can't see. And I'm sitting there complaining that it's the fence's fault that I can't see. You know, and I'm like, I can the fence in over here so I can see if I look this way. I can see if I look that way. But when I look this way, it's the fence. The fence is blocking me from seeing. I can't see. And so I got up. I went over to the fence. I looked over the fence and I could <laughs> see. And I'm like, huh, I can see. And the Holy Spirit was saying, it's kind of like when you go to maybe a convention, you go to, you know, you go to a meeting and you're like, uh -huh. wow, you can see the Holy Spirit moving. You can see people getting delivered. You can see people getting healed. You can see worship. You can see amazing stuff. And he said, that's like looking over the fence. I'm like, yeah, this is really good. Then I went back to my chair and I sat down. I'm like, I can't see. I cannot see. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit said, while I'm sitting there complaining <laughs> with the heat, he said, you can take your chair and you can move it around the fence. 
And I looked over there and I thought, yeah, I could. I, I can I can pick up my chair, my table, my water, and I can go over there. Then I could see, but then I wouldn't have my fan. And I really want my fan, <laughs> you know, because it's really hot. I want my comfort, you know. I want right, right. I, I want my comfort, comfortable spot. And so I just decided to sit there and complain. So I was, you know, complaining that I couldn't see, and it was the fence's fault that I couldn't see. And the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, He's so sweet, and He said, "What, what stops people from seeing? What blocks people from seeing?" And I thought, well, fear of what they might see that could be their fence not you know fear of what they might see that could that could block them from seeing what we have allowed our eyes to see can block us from seeing you've seen a lot of violence pornography things like that that can stop you from seeing doubt like, I don't know, even though Jesus himself prophesied this to me, I doubt if I can see, I doubt if I can see, I doubt if I, you know, so doubt can stop you from seeing. And, and the Holy Spirit said, it could be your location. I'm like, oh, the Holy Spirit said, um, you know, he, he showed me that I had the whole campground. I had the whole place. I could have moved anywhere. I could have moved my chair anywhere. But because I was comfortable in that place, I stayed there in that mm. spot in my comfortable place. And I just decided to blame the fence. It was the fence's reason. It was the fence's fault that I couldn't see when all along he was just like, just pick up your chair, yeah. <laughs> pick up your chair and move, you know? And I thought, how many times have I been in bed? where it's nice and comfortable and you finally get the covers right where you want them and everything is perfect and the Holy Spirit wakes you up <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just got comfortable, you know, but then we're blaming, we're blaming the Holy Spirit. We're saying, I can't see. And he's like, I tried to, I, I tried to get you to move. You know, I tried to get you to right. move to a comfortable spot, you know, so I just yep. want to encourage people that, you know, instead of complaining that mm -hmm. you can't see, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit wants you to just to pick up your chair and move to a comfortable, yeah, to out of your comfort zone where you can see. Because yes. Jesus says he is the one that you can trust. And he says in John 1, 51, from now on, you will all see and open heaven and gaze upon the son of man that is a promise he is and he won't lie to you he's not he's not a liar he loves you and he he will not lie to you so get out of your comfort spot and go and see that's right you can see and kim um i know we're gonna kind of be wrapping up now let's see our time so let's let's have you pray um just whatever the Lord puts on your heart, or if you even want to pray into what you just shared with us, um, let's have you pray before we wrap up. Cause I really want okay. to give you some time to minister before we're done today. Okay. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that, um, we trust you, Jesus. We trust your word. We trust you. And that your word says that we can see, we can gaze upon you. We can see you. So we trust that. And I thank you, Father, that even as you show us things, as you show us things, and if we try to share that with someone else and they don't receive it, we still trust you. We love you, Daddy God. And I just thank you, Lord, for healing the hearts of every person right now, healing the hearts of those that are afraid to see. And I ask, Father, that you heal their hearts to let them know that, Daddy, you are nice. You are not abusive. You are nice. Jesus, you are nice. And you are for us. So I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Kim, let me have some of the upcoming events because I know you're, you're getting busy now here, Kim. <laughs> A little bit. I could still use some invitations, but I have. Um, <laughs> don't be afraid to invite me. Uh, so October 7th at um, we're having another kingdom in 
Kingdom Come Encounter. This is going to be our second one, Kingdom Come Healing Conference. This is going to be a healing conference, and it's going to be really good. We have this time we have Zach Hedges. He's going to lead our worship, and he's also going to do one of the workshops. We have workshops that are going to that we're going to have. We have uh, prophetic rooms where you can sign up to receive a prophetic prophetic word from someone. Uh, I'm going to minister in the morning session and also in the afternoon session. And there's going to be, we're going to do an activation. I'm going to have you practice how to see, how to hear, how to step over. I'm going to show you how to do that. It's super easy. And Kristen Watney and Marguerite Petit, they're also going to speak. And so it's, it is a free lunch. But um, if you go to my website, Heaven is Fun and sign up. I do have a registration form where you can sign up and that way I'll let us know, you know, how many to for the lunch because the lunch is free. And so that's one thing coming up. And then November 10th and 11th is in Farmington, Arkansas. It's a fall women's conference and that's also on my website. Oh, awesome. So heavenisfun.com and all your books and stuff, everything's on there too for people to find. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, the manual that teaches you how to do this is on there. It's the, uh, how to access Jesus in the heavenly realm. And I have children's books and I have things that you can download. I have PDFs that you can download or the actual books. If you order from my website, I do sign each one. So if you get it from Amazon, I can't right. do that one. But if you order it from my website, <laughs> I, I do sign them. So. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Kim, yeah. thanks for being on with us today, sharing all these personal, because these are very personal encounters. So for you to open up and share them is thank you for, for doing that. Not everyone um, would do that. So Kim, we love you. God bless you. Thanks for being on with us. Um, have a fun time in your camper, because I probably will see you after that. I might. We might be back on together <laughs> after that. We'll catch up then. But you guys have an amazing weekend. This Monday um, is not going to be Johnny Enlow, but this Monday is going to be Prophets and Patriots with Dr. Jan Halper Hayes. I know everyone's really excited about that. And then Johnny will be back um, with Steve on Tuesday. So you guys have a blessed weekend and we'll see you Monday. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.